Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the podcast series from Missoula Broadcasting Company in association with the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. I'm Coulter Nuanez. The Big Sky Doc Fest is back here in Missoula for the 19th year. Great to have everybody back in person at Missoula Broadcasting Company from the Trail 103.3 FM to ESPN 102.9 FM to the U1045 FM. We will have a variety of of podcasts featuring various filmmakers, directors, producers, cinematographers, and documentary subjects throughout the next two weeks here in the heart of February. So stay tuned and please subscribe to the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival podcast feed on any and all of your podcast hosting platforms. Myself, Robert Chase from The Trail 1033, Mike Smith from The Trail will also be conducting interviews throughout the next two weeks. So please enjoy each and every one of the behind-the-scenes interviews about each of these awesome documentary films. Missoula Broadcasting Company, proud to be a presenting sponsor and podcast partner of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival back in the Garden City for its 19th year in a row. Please enjoy the latest podcast discussing the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Welcome, everybody, to another one of our Repeated segments on the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival this week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year around Missoula. We've had some people in already. We're going to have a lot more people in this week. Storytellers, uh, documentarians, filmmakers. Joining me today for this one is Henna Taylor, the director of the film An Accidental Life, which is showing Tuesday, that's tomorrow, uh, showing at the Wilma, right? Yep, that's right. 5.45 p.m.? That's right. Yep. Be there, be square. I was talking to Henna the other night at the uh, at the after party for the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Just was talking with a couple other filmmakers, ran into her, got to talking about their films, the process of making them. And we got to talking and I was like, this is somebody that we need to have on the show because this film just sounds really incredible and, and really touches on a lot of different and important things, but also has a little bit of a sports angle in there. So, Henna, I guess first off, just tell me what tell me what it's about. Uh, the film An Accidental Life is about um, a woman, Quinn Brett, who um, at the peak of her climbing career fell um, on El Cap and broke her back. And the film chronicles her first two years transitioning into learning how to be um, a person living in a wheelchair. Um, she lost the use of her legs. And so, yeah, it really just stays present with her as she figures herself out for those first two years. And she was a really, I mean, she was a really serious climber. Yeah, no, she was very impressive. Um, she was a speed climber, an endurance climber, a big wall climber. She was also um, a climbing guide in Rocky Ma- Mountain National Park. So she was, she was in it and strong and yeah, an incredible climber. You met her before the injury, so you knew her before the injury? or, or did I you, did. Yeah. yeah, I met her a few years earlier. Uh, my wife is also a climber, and they were projecting uh, the same route on um, a peak called Long's Peak with a really beautiful face called the Diamond, and there's a very hard rock climb uh, called The Honeymoon is Over, and they were both working on that. Um, so they would work together sometimes, and that was actually the first climbing film I made was um, I actually taught myself how to shoot climbing, uh, wrapping over this very large um, 
climbing wall and filming them both. Uh, so I met her there, and then you know the climbing community is small, so we've we just sort of stayed in touch and were acquaintances for a few years, and then she had this accident. That's fascinating to me. Before we get a little bit more into her story, I mean, just mm-hmm. tell me about the process of of making a climbing film and and filming these people and and being on the wall a lot of the times with them. Yeah, a climbing film um, really has two elements to it. The first is the sport. Um, often, I personally like to use the the climbing sport as a sort of simple handline for a story. There's a there's a very clear beginning, middle, and end to projecting a rock climb, a route. Um, you know, you, you start with the goal and training for it. You then get up there and start working it out, and then you you attempt it and you either send or not. Um, so I really love to use that very simple process to then go deeper into that person's story and that person's motivation and that person's um, psychology um, or creative outlet. And um, so there are sort of two things going on usually in my in my climbing films. Um, but yeah, sh- shooting climbing is one of, one of my favorite things because you really can't once you're on a rope on a wall, that's your angle. So you have to really get creative with just hanging in that spot and figuring out what the best shot is from very limited resources. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a great it's a great challenge. It has to be really challenging, right? I love it, yeah. But also, I mean, you, you know where your subjects are going to kind of be, right? Because they have the whole thing mapped out. And you can, can you set up those shots beforehand and, and try to get in the right place at least? Definitely. It depends on what kind of... What kind of film it is? Sometimes you really only have the one, the one chance. A lot of mountain, big mountain uh, attempts and climbs. You're only shooting at that one time, and so you just have to hope for the best and put yourself where you think they're going to be and where the, you think the sun's going to be. And it, it's a very, very. I mean, it's the quintessential run and gun. Sometimes you only get the one shot to get the shot. <laughs> um, but but um, you know, sometimes the climber will be projecting this this one route over and over again, and so. You know, the more they attempt the route, the more I film the route, and I can start to kind of hone in on what are the best spots to to shoot it. So it just depends on the style of of the climb and then what I have to work with. It's very thrifty. I like it. Andrew Houghton here talking with Henna Taylor, the director of the documentary film An Accidental Life. Here on Nuanez Now, a a great story about a, a competitive climber who fell and suffered a serious injury and sort of has had to adapt to that talking about the process of making this film and you said that you knew you knew Quinn before the injury but when did you decide that you wanted to make the film about her after the injury I mean was it sort of really organic or or how did it play out it was incredibly organic yeah Yeah. and it it grew naturally um she so she had her accident in California um and then flew back to to Colorado um a few months after the accident after she was stable enough to come back she lives in Estes Park um, so I visited her with my wife the first time, maybe two months after her accident. Um, and I just had this really strong feeling when I was driving away from spending, you know, however long we were there visiting her that first time that uh, it was, this was an important moment for Quinn and, and potentially for myself and others as well. Um, just to be able to witness and stay with her process. Um, so 
I called her actually just driving back. It took me about 15 minutes to decide I wanted to come back with a camera and just ask her if it was okay. Uh, if I came back and hung out with her again and if I could bring a camera and just start to document really organically and naturally with, with no strings attached and with no agenda sort of what comes up when we hang out and you know as she as she goes through PT and her healing process. Um, and that sort of just evolved into something bigger and bigger and we kept hanging out and the, the time passed and um, it ended up being that we spent, you know, uh, a lot of time together for, for the next two years. Um, you know, average once a week, but yes, with big gaps because we both, we both travel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it ended up just sort of being that I was having a lot of fun hanging out with her and I wanted to keep doing it and she kept being okay with me coming up with a camera so yeah it was very organic and I didn't know what the film was going to be until about a year after we shot so it was I really wanted to keep the product open-ended having that access and and being there with her and sort of watching her progress through the steps of her recovery just what was that like for for you I mean somebody there and watching her having to go through that and it sounds like a really difficult certainly a really difficult rehab process Oh yeah, I mean, having the body is is one thing, and and incredibly challenging to to reteach your muscles how to behave. Um, you know, just learning how to sit up again with a compromised abdomen. You know, losing you don't you don't just lose the use of your legs. You also use lose the use of your um, it's yeah your your biological functioning organs and. Um, some of your abdominals, and depending on where the injury is, just up and up and up. And it's so physically just witnessing her relearning how to just sit up and to lean back um, to be in a chair was really powerful to see her just learn. And, and she's a very quick learner, so it was, it was it was really beautiful to see the exponential growth there. But psychologically too, I mean, she was a lot of the conversations we had were just really candid about like, you know. Uh, what is it like to be, to have a sort of able-bodied mind, but a body that now isn't responding the way that you expect it to? Um, it was just a very interesting and very touching thing to witness and be a part of. Well, especially because she was, I mean, before the injury, really in great shape and, and a very good athlete and is used to having control of her body in a way that like a lot of people don't. I mean, even able-bodied people don't have the same control over their body. I mean, but I wanted to ask about being an athlete and, and that going into the recovery process. And I know that, of course, that will help you physically. It's it's easier to recover if you already are, are fit. But the mental aspect as well, I mean, just being accustomed to chasing goals and, and doing hard work in pursuit of your goals. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw her translate all of that mentality to like I said, learning how to transfer in and out of a chair, um, you know, the big goal mindset or the, the big wall climbing mindset became applied to smaller pursuits, but monumental for her now um, and for her life, too. I mean, being able to transfer in and out of a chair, for example, is critical for independence. Um, and she was is still just an incredibly energetic, very talented woman. And so, um, yeah her applying all of those all of that mentality to her recovery she was very impressive everybody was very impressed with how quickly she she recovered physically um but you know when you lose your identity and you lose the way that you express yourself in the world um 
it really, I think it really does, it's important to honor the time it takes to rediscover what that is for you now and, and can you imagine yourself this way now moving forward? Um, I think it's critical just to be able to see yourself in the future. Um, and it took her some time, I think, to really un- to, to really get there for herself and I was really honored to be there for that time. Yeah. Andrew Houghton talking here with director Henna Taylor of the documentary film An Accidental Life, which is showing at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, 5.45 p.m. Tuesday at the Wilma Theater in downtown Missoula. I can't recommend enough. If you if you have the time, go and see this film. Go and see other films at the Documentary Film Festival. Just get downtown. It's a great atmosphere and a great vibe um, around the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. I've seen four or five films over the weekend, and it's just incredible. There's not going to be a bad one, even if it's a film about a topic that you don't think you're into. It's impossible not to uh, empathize with the subjects of these films and, and really identify with them and it it opens up your mind into thinking in a way that I think is pretty uncommon these days. Certainly for me, I've been thinking deeper about a bunch of topics these last couple days. And I'll I'll get you out of here, but I wanted to just ask, what was was the process of making this film like for you? I mean, you mentioned that it was really open-ended. You weren't sure how how the film was going to end you know, for a long time as you, as you were shooting, what, what was it like just continuing to, to stack up the footage, but not, not having an idea maybe of, of how it was all going to turn into a whole story? Yeah, it was really, it was really, um, a practice of sort of shutting down my own, um, kind of creative desire to make something. Um, it, it wasn't even that I didn't know what the ending of the film was. It was that I didn't know if there would be a film really for about, two and a half years. Um, so I had to really, I, I found myself thinking about the experiences we were having together and the conversations we were having together and, and I would start to edit in my brain what could potentially be the film or the story and, and I had to really shut that down over and over again. It was a very interesting mental process. It was just coming back into sort of the creative present to be to, to really be present with her so that I, can, I could, um, sort of respect her process, but also, um, yeah, just uh, not try to impose any ending or any outcome for her based on what I wanted some sort of fantastic film to be. So I really, I feel like I grew as a filmmaker and as a friend and as a person to just stay present and stay present and stay present and come back to, you know, just I'm, I'm here with this person right now and, and we're having a conversation and that's the most important thing, um, primarily for our relationship and our friendship, but also for the film eventually, I hoped. (laughs) That's Henna Taylor, director of the documentary film An Accidental Life, showing at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival this Tuesday. That's tomorrow, 5.45 p.m. at the Wilma Theater in downtown Missoula. Hannah, anything else that that people can do to to support this film? I mean, do you guys have a website, social media? And I guess I should mention you will also be there for a Q&A after the film. I will, yeah. Should have mentioned that a, a couple times. But if, if, if you're interested in it and you want to learn more, Hannah will be there to take questions after the film. But but anything going forward for people to sort of stay involved and see what you guys are up to with this film? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really trying to uh, direct people to an organization called uh, Unite to Fight Paralysis and um, trying to get people, if, if this moves you or touches you in any way, um, to 
to just really check out that organization and support them. They're really trying to to bring more of a spotlight um, nationally onto people who are dealing with spinal cord injuries and trying to bring in more money and more resources and um, more you know government power to to direct towards finding better uh, equipment, better cures potentially for for this um, type of injury. So we're wanting, if, if this calls to you at all, Unite to Fight Paralysis is, is where we want to send people. Is that, is, do they have a website or is that just a, a Google search will take you there, right? Oh yeah, a Google search will take you there uh, first and foremost. Um, but Quinn is really involved with them as well and she's on Instagram. Uh, Quinn Brett is her full name. Um, and you can follow her, you can, yeah learn more on those places. But come to see the film first and learn about Quinn because I think she's a really, really inspiring and, um, and very uh, accessible entry into this topic and, and to this whole community who are, who are dealing with this type of injury. Very cool. That's Hannah Taylor who directed the film An Accidental Life about paralyzed mountain climber Quinn Brett. Showing at the Wilma, 5.45 p.m. I'll say it again, 5.45 p.m. on Tuesday. Get out and see it. (laughs) Hannah, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me.